my name is Jacob, and I am a Norse pagan, and this is the seventh episode of the Folk Podcast. If you're listening to this, that means we're at the gathering right now. When this episode is releasing, we filmed it a week ago, um, immediately after uh, talking to Amanda about DreamWork, because we are all at the gathering. All the co-hosts and many of the people on the show are actually at the gathering right now, um, celebrating the gods together, celebrating this folk. So we're really excited to talk about that next week. But we wanted to talk this week about expectations of the gathering. Um, so me and Caleb Baker have obviously attended the gatherings. He was at the first one I put on and at Midsummer as well. Um, but we have Caleb Shirt. He's going to be his first time. Ian's going to be his first time. Um, but also we have an, uh, a co-host today, a guest star. Um, and it's Andrew who's going to be at the gathering next week, uh, week with us as well. So Andrew, go ahead and introduce yourself. And tell us about your journey so far. Hello, my name is Andrew. I, I've been part of Nordic paganism for about a year now. Uh, for the longest time, I was the usual story, Christian household, but it didn't really seem to fit with me, and I started exploring more into spirituality with Buddhism and other different religions, and I just couldn't find one that quite fit, so I started looking into Facebook groups, and I came across this pagan group for Oklahoma, and I swear this man randomly messaged me. I swear he's Odin. He was a personification of Odin because he sent me a link to Jacob's channel and then he disappeared off of life, just completely gone. And I still can't find that man, but that's pretty much how I started with this. Uh, So one thing to note and something you take great pride in, and you're actually one of the youngest uh, members of our Discord community, uh, but you're also the youngest member we've had on the uh, Wisdom of Odin Folk podcast so far. Um, so something I noticed, you know, being 26 and even growing up in, you know, the early 2000s and going through high school, graduating in 2012, is the lack of spirituality in, you know, really in our youth, in our entire planet, really. And it's definitely something I didn't start exploring until I was in my 20s, until I went to college. So being, I mean, you're 19, correct? Yes, I am 19. Yeah. So what was the first thing that really made you want to explore spirituality? I mean, that's a rare characteristic. Um, and definitely something to note, you know, what really drove you into asking these questions, asking these deeper questions of yourself? Uh, what really drove me, I would say, is seeing all my friends and family go down, seeing all my friends and family accept Christianity as a religion and leaning heavily on that. And I'm telling all these great stories about how they felt their God and all this and that. And I just really felt left out from that. So I started to explore spirituality a bit more. Um, so uh, did you, uh, have you had like one of those in, like crazy inspiration moments with a God that is really like, you, you know, you talked about finding my channel for the first time, but you know, what, have you had any like, like really crazy moment that's really like um, solidified your position in the faith? Oh, definitely. Uh, with Thor, he was one of the first to show up to me and it, it was a crazy story. I was working late one night and me and the general manager at the time we're bickering back and forth talking about religion and I just now started this journey and she brought up the Marvel movies and that Thor I I tried to inform her that is not how our god is portrayed in in the stories and in the poems that we have and as soon as I finish the word poems this loud bang of thunder rings out and she just goes well then I guess your god is real and was quiet the rest of the night that's awesome. I see Shirt over there shaking his head because he is just the Thor man to, to the T. He loves those uh, crashes of thunder. Uh, but before we start talking about the gathering, uh, guys, we have any questions for Andrew while we have him here? I've got one. So I know, like, because you've talked about it quite a bit in the 
uh, Discord chats and stuff like that. I know you do quite a bit of um, a little a blacksmithing, I believe, a little bit. I know you put some pictures of the knives. Do you, did your change in faith and finding the Norse pagan and the Norse gods kind of influence that to a certain degree? Or were you already kind of interested in that stuff previously? Well, when it comes to the blacksmithing, um, I've been very interested since I was a little kid working with my hands, especially working with metal. So it's kind of been a hobby of mine to always work with metal. And I saw blacksmithing as a great way to do that. So I, I started blacksmithing when I was about 12. And it just kept going. And one of my first questions when I got in this space was, was there a god of blacksmith? And sadly, there isn't. I haven't been able to find an answer to who I could give offering to to help me with that. Now, that's definitely, you know, when we had Ryan on here, we were talking about that, too. There really isn't one god of blacksmithing. Um, now, we've, you know, we've talked about the dwarves before, but I haven't really ever met anyone that is connected to the dwarves on a spiritual and religious level. Um, so Thor usually is the, the god a lot of people go to just with the hammer and, uh, you know, I know Ryan was talking about like forging out in a storm. I was like, that is baller. <laughs> that is just the coolest thing. Um, but yeah, so Andrew, how do you feel about the gathering? Like, you know, we're a week away. How excited are you? Oh, I am uh, speechless pretty much. I've been, as soon as your fall gathering, not fall gathering, as soon as your midsummer video came out and I saw that and I heard you say, we are going to be taking acceptance from the outside for people to come. I just felt this inclination that I need to be a part of this immediately. And sadly, I wasn't able to attend, but that also sparked me into, okay, I really need to be a part of this. And I started venturing into your Patreon and just waiting my chance for the next gathering to appear <laughs> for me to pounce on that opportunity to come to the gathering. Yeah, I mean, yeah, open up the floor. Yeah, whatever you guys want to talk about, you know, me and Baker, we've lived through this. We know what to expect. <laughs> What are, what are you guys feeling? Y'all just don't know yet. <laughs> well, before we get really heavily into the uh, gathering discussion, I wanted to ask Andrew, because you are 19, you know, uh, how, do you, how do your friends and react to you being a Norse pagan? Because we all know Christianity is so prevalent here in America, and especially with you being in the Texas region like me. Uh, Christianity is the main thing. And I was wondering how your friends kind of reacted and how your social group uh, responded with you becoming a Norse pagan. My friends, they they kind of got really interested in it because I found out one of my friends I recently just met, he was into Nordic paganism way longer than I have been. And he never really talked about it. I've noticed that with people in Oklahoma, there is a small presence of Nordic paganism here. But it's real hush-hush and in the shadows. Nobody really likes to come out and talk about it. And most of my friends, they have been intrigued about it. And a couple of them wanted to join, actually. So I've been trying to help them with that. Uh, it's, I feel like people got so such a bad taste in their mouth from Christianity, especially growing up in the church system, that you know when you start talking about North paganism, it really opens people's minds, especially people that are younger. They're like, wow, this sounds like an actually fun religion. It doesn't sound like this boring like go to church and listen to people sing really terribly about like this thing you don't really care about. we learn about the same six Bible stories 20,000 times. And it's like, it's not that it's so far removed from that, that it's just so fascinating. Um, I mean, it really is just a fun religion. I mean, it's very serious. It's a lot of hard work, but it's also just so rewarding. 
Yeah. Oh, you, oh, I was gonna say, you know, with me, I, I like Andrew. I started really worship reading into religion and stuff like that, but it was Christianity at the age of thirteen, and then I was licensed by the time I was sixteen. So my entire teenage years to now has meant nothing but a spiritual journey. But um, the the way I kind of reason why the younger generations are just now starting to get into say Wicca and Nordic paganism and Buddhism, they're going out there further past Christianity. My generation is kind of known as the ones to go against the norms, and they're kind of getting tired of the same old, same old. It's just the way I see it, and we want to branch out and explore more, which would be great in Nordic paganism. Yeah. All right, cool. Now, stop hiding from the facts. Tell us, men, how do you feel you are going to be in a gathering in a week? Tell me how you feel. I mean, I'm definitely excited. I've been thinking about it. You know, for the past, once we hit like that two week mark away, I was definitely thinking about it, you know, every single day, all the days of the week have been dragging on quite a bit. And I know in the discord, I know Jacob, you kind of asked about it a little bit, like how everybody's feeling and everybody was talking about how excited and everything they, they are about it. And I kind of thought to myself, like, yes, I'm excited, but I'm also very calm about it. And I feel like it's definitely the calm before the storm, because I know like, the potential of everything that's going to happen. And I think that's why I'm like, I'm mentally preparing myself ahead of time for what's going to hit me in the face. Baker, you can attest to this. And guys, I don't actually mind if you want to just keep your mics on and we'll just have a round table about this. Well, okay. I feel like this is, yeah. this is more informal anyways. I just want want people to capture that raw feeling before you go. Okay. And then, yeah. then how much we change and how much we feel afterwards. Um, oh, trust I, me. I, I want to sit here and yell. I am ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, but like for me, like like I told Ian, like I don't think it's really going to hit me about it until he's over here at my house mm. and we're chilling together, drinking meat, prepping ourselves for the journey. When, we, when Ian and I leave the, my house from Texas here, I'll be like, we're doing it. We're actually going to the gathering. Um, I kind of have a similar feeling that I – yeah, I'm excited to go and be with the folk and around all this and learn and experience all this stuff. But I have a feeling it ain't going to really hit me until I'm about 10 hours into this 12-hour drive. And then it's just going to finally hit me. Oh, yeah, I'm in Kentucky <laughs> with someone I met off of YouTube. Right, right. Worshiping <laughs> the old gods. How how could this get any better? And just that excitement is going to build and build and build. As for the first thing I'm going to say as soon as I step out of my car there, is just scream fourth victory and order. <laughs> Honestly, I'm really excited for the place we're staying at because it looks like there's a parking like area before you go into the house. And so we're all going to park there. And then there's just this walk through the woods that's going to wind up to the house to like reveal the house. And I feel like I'm going to turn oh. the corner and see people walking up and they're just going to be like, oh, like, you know, like yeah. farming on the side of the road <laughs> just because <laughs> of anticipation. So uh, Caleb Baker, I mean, that's a kind of the crazy thing because I was just a barely a YouTuber at this point when you messaged me, like you emailed me and we're like, Hey, can I come to this gathering? And I like, and you're like, I do tattoos. And I'm like, I don't know this dude, but sure. Yeah, I, was, I, was the rando. I was the best rando to bring because you yeah. got free tattoos. Out of it. <laughs> dude, I can't wait for us to go to like, when we get to the gathering, Caleb, to go off and do that offering to Thor and stuff like we're planning. It's going to be so great. Oh yeah. No, but the thing that, uh, I mean, this, this isn't my first rodeo. Well, it is in one way, but um, with the, this will be my third gathering. And it seems crazy to think how far I've come from March, or I guess it was February, whenever I messaged you, end of February, something like that. Um, 
but how far I've come from then to now. And I'm getting ready to do my first, to lead my first ritual, um, that big bloat for Odin. So it's going to be intense. I'm not sure how it's going to turn out. <laughs> I think that's been my favorite thing from, no, I think you're going to do great. Um, I think yeah, my favorite thing about these gatherings is how much we learn in between them. You know, three months in between them is such a perfect amount of time. Because, I mean, even me looking back at what videos I've made since midsummer, I mean, it's been such a wide range of research versus offerings versus exploring. I mean, I've had my first experience with Freya, Njord, and Braggy all in the last, month, like, three months. Um, and, you know, Kate, uh, Baker, me and you both went off to that, you know, we had our hike in the woods where we almost died of dehydration, but yeah. also had, like, an amazing time bonding and giving to Odin. So I think it really is, like, as you start going to more of these, it's that, that capstone to show, hey, how much have I grown in the last three months? Um, how much about other people? Um, and I, I really do think that's one of the coolest things. Yeah. And she yeah, just I, looking at like a bigger picture kind of thing. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, um, we're interrupting but, today. Yeah. We're just <laughs> this is the informal folk podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the, the craziest thing for me to wrap my head around is like, I didn't start working with Odin until Yule of last year. Because, you know, whenever you first start out, all you see is the stuff on Facebook. And it's like, no, be careful with Odin. He'll, you know, he'll screw you up. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Still be careful and, with Odin. Yeah, we'll still, yeah, <laughs> still be careful with Odin. Don't take him for granted. Yeah, I, I <laughs> he will screw you feel, up and then leave you. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely feel like something big is, is definitely going to happen. At least with me personally. Because I talked to quite a few people about it. And I've noticed not so much a... Uh, a separation of the gods from me but like they're giving me their like some space like i feel them but they're giving me some space like they're definitely watching they're definitely paying attention but i'm definitely having a lot less interactions and the ones that i do they're very very small kind of like oh hey we're still here you know tap on the shoulder and i feel like it's it's really only been happening for about the past couple of weeks and i feel like it's in preparation for the gathering so i feel like at the gathering, it's going to be intense, and then afterwards, it's going to kind of continue until it like, kind of levels itself back out. It's going to be a, it's going to be zero to a hundred. I mean, it's yeah. just going to stay up there the whole time, and then whenever you get done with everything, it's going to be. Yep. <laughs> oh, I've I've definitely noticed the same thing because for the past couple of weeks, I haven't felt connected to anything, but every once in a while, I'll, I hear a couple crows off in the distance calling away. Or Loki will be messing with a couple electronics in my room, messing with my TV, whatnot. Just those little things like, hey, yeah, we're still here. Exactly. Just watching. We're just waiting. It's like the call, like you said before, in the call before the storm. Yeah, and that's, that's like, how it feels. I think but, for a, us three and being new to it, like it's just that anticipation killing us. And that's the crazy oh, yeah. thing is that it doesn't really go away. Even before midsummer. Um, there was like probably a month period where I didn't feel the gods at all. Like I almost felt so disconnected. I was like, whoa, what's going on? And then as soon as I got to midsummer, boom, it changed a night and day difference. It, it was immediately, oh wow, it's been saving to this moment. It was so crazy. Um, mm. I think one of the, the things that really blew my mind is, uh, it, it honestly is every time I go out, you know, as someone that leads the rituals, uh, which I'm so honored to do. Um, the, one of the first things I do when I get to the land is I summon the gods. Um, I either go out into like, you know, with uh, Ostara, I went out to that, the, like the lake uh, that we had there, the ponds. Uh, with Midsummer, I went out into like the, the overlook that overlooked the whole valley. And I just said, you know, gods, this is your time. Like your people are here to worship you and celebrate and talk about you. If you're going to be anywhere in the world, this is the place for this weekend. This is the place to be. Dance with us. 
And it's like, and every time I've done that, the wind changes directions and it freaks me out every time. <laughs> oh, dude, I can only imagine. Like, yeah, we, we've talked about this in like the Texas Discord and stuff and different Discord. Like, y'all get ready because those who aren't going to be able to make it to the gathering, I still think you are going to feel something from it because this is oh, the yeah. biggest one you've had yet, right, Jacob? Yeah, 30, I think 31, all, set, all things wow. considered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no way they're not going to feel something. So here's a question for both uh, Baker and Jacob. So what kind of preparations would you recommend before like getting to the gathering as far as like mentally and spiritually preparing yourself for what's going to happen? Nothing can prepare you for what's about to happen. Um, (laughs) I think the best thing for me is right before midsummer, I did do some trance work. Um, Mm -hmm. and this was more for me as the ritual leader, I feel like, because I wanted to go more into a trance when I was doing the ritual, which I think did pay off quite a bit. Um, so Mm -hmm. that was something that to me, I had to do. It was like three or four days before we left for midsummer, but I I did a really intense trance ritual, which is why I'm glad we've done like a trance episode and now a dream episode. And now we're, you know, actually going into it. Because I do think clearing your mind and just preparing yourself, you know, maybe I even recommend taking a couple of days off. You know, obviously it's not always possible, but taking two days off before the gathering and two days off after. Because I think getting yourself in the mindset to start distancing yourself from your cell phone, from video games, from movies, to really just kind of almost like do a cleanse of your soul and of your mind before you go. That way you're able to absorb as much as possible is really important. Yeah. I oh, basically I said it. everything I was going to. Yeah, I find it funny how Ian brought up spiritually and mentally, not physically, because I don't know about y'all, but from the videos that Jacob has released about Midsummer and Ostara, this is a physical religion. You are going to be moving. (laughs) (laughs) Ian's over here taking notes. I'm just here chilling. Just like, all right, yeah, trying to be the studio. So, like, like, I know, like, from obviously, like, what you both have talked about as far as like the, the spiritual hangover, you know. And just from some of the the smaller things I've done personally with some trans work and, um, you know, things like that, I've definitely felt like a very small taste of that. I can only imagine what, you know, a three-day-long gathering with continuous stuff going on can do to you, essentially. The the thing, the worst thing that you're going to have to deal with is after all of that said and done... All of the woo, all the magic, all of everything. That you're still going to have to make what a twenty-ish hour drive back to New Mexico. Oh yeah, my yeah, it's going to be about in total. It'll be about let me think here, nine to Texas. Yeah, it's going to be about like a solid day's drive, like about twenty something. Which which he's he's going to probably rest again at my house again. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not. I mean, I will just say after you leave Kentucky. Just taking my advice because I think it was I'm trying to remember. I think it was when I went to Ostara. <clears throat> I had like a six or a, I had a six and a half, seven and a half hour drive, and that was the most exhausting drive I have ever done after <laughs> oh, everything that happened at Ostara. Luckily, uh, he'll have me for company. Yeah, so <laughs> I would just say definitely do don't stop on your way back to Texas. Get there and then do your rest. Um, just from my experience, and then yeah, you know, you're just gonna have to try to rest and try to collect yourself before you do the rest of that drive back. You're gonna crash really hard. It's like, oh yeah, like I said, like two days before to clear your mind, two days after to die. 
Like oh, right. um, you will never For be real. more tired than after you get back from a gathering. It is it's seriously the most tired I've ever been in my life. Yeah, I figured as much. So like I like for me, I'm taking the entire like week after off as well. Oh. Like so, I'll have plenty of time to like collect myself, and then I'm definitely going to do my best. Like I know I'm bringing um, a journal, one of the many that I have, but uh, to kind of document any personal like things that I experienced at the gathering and then I'm also gonna kind of do like a, a comparison of what I experienced after the gathering as well just I to kind of see like the difference yeah now y'all two got me concerned because I wasn't able to get off a day before leaving so it's gonna be go to work till about two in the morning come home try to get some rest and drive 12 yeah. hours now nah, you'll be okay so don't worry about it. Yeah, just like, yeah. you know, future reference, you know, it's something I learned from Midsummer for sure. Because literally, I Midsummer ended on a Monday. I was off Tuesday and had to go back work the Wednesday. And it's like, I was still so dead. And everyone's like, what did you do this weekend? I'm like, shh, be quiet. <laughs> That's probably going to be me because my soul needs to rest. <laughs> do you know what I've been through, fool? <laughs> yeah. So one thing I want to recommend to everyone that's going into the gathering um, is make sure you take time for yourself. I know this is something I think that set, uh, sets us apart a little bit from a lot of the other groups out there. Um, we don't have as much of a strict schedule. Um, for the most part, we really encourage you to go and have your own religious experiences. Um, like we have like Odin's Bloat with Caleb uh, Baker, and then we have the main ritual on Sunday. And I know we have an oath ring ceremony, but besides meals, we're kind of welcome to do whatever you'd like. So I really encourage you to bring your spiritual objects, bring your altars as best you can transport them. Um, and, you know, and ask people like, hey, I'm about to go give an offering to Frey. Like, you want to come with me? Like, that's something that I really like that happens at Midsummer. I remember um, other Mary that got married. Um, she married Mary, came up to me at one point and I was like, oh, hey, what are you doing? She's like, I'm going into the woods to give an offering to hell. I'm like, you know, it's about to like downpour, right? And she's like, I know. And then just watered off in the woods. And I love that. Mm. <laughs> that's what Honestly, I see. That's, that's one of the things I'm most looking forward to is being shown more about this religion and how to do things better or get like a better idea for it. Get a yeah, better, a better idea. idea, better feel for which God's like this, how to give offering to this God, how to speak to this God. Yeah. Everyone gives very unique offerings like uh, married Mary. Um, <laughs> now what I'm going to call her. Um, like her offering to hell is really unique. Like Caleb Baker, do you remember that? Like it was like she made like wood etched art. Like she, oh, used, like yeah, yeah, like the burning tool to like burn art for her and then put it in the fire to burn to her. And I'm like, damn, that's mm -hmm. really cool. That is, yeah, that's like braggy awesome. level sort of thing. Yeah. Now and uh, yeah, there was quite a few unique offerings. I know Tara, like you know, pulled out a knife and like cut her own thumb during the main offering. Um, you and Parker had. To <laughs> that was the funniest thing trying to see <laughs> that just because she she had to try to cut that thing like six times and it yeah. would not believe i don't know if she's just got like super callous thumbs or what but she was <laughs> like because she was like the first offering like you know we started yeah. going around the circle and i was like all right what do you give to the gods and she's like my blood and she's just like yanking the crap out of her thumb and i'm like looking in the corner of my eye trying to stay focused i'm like what is happening over there? She's sawing off my <laughs> <laughs> whole finger. The whole, thumb. The whole finger. I don't, I don't even need to stomp anymore. Here you go. <laughs> yeah, that is definitely something. Yeah, I agree with you on that, Andrew. Like, it is going to be interesting because, like, everybody has such a different way of doing things. So, like, what you were just saying with Mary, Mary, with giving offerings. How, like, me being 
a follower of hell like i've i've never heard of somebody really making like a piece of artwork like that and then giving it to her you know as an offering but at the same time like if that's what you feel the that you're called to give to a specific patron or matron like it's definitely interest it's definitely something that i'm interested to see how other people give and make offerings to the various gods and goddesses and kind of see like oh this is how i do it you know to see like the similarities and the differences now i remember uh aaron he went off into the woods and he made a an, a, an entire shrine to the norns and like i never saw it with my own eyes like he showed me a picture but yeah he found like this old gnarled like stump that was like creeping over this creek and he put up a bunch of candles and made like a little spot for for the norns and he was out there for like hours like just soaking in the Norn energy. And then I remember like we were looking for dinner, like I think it was dinner or we were looking to leave. And I like look out in the field and he's like a mile away. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> he was spending more time in his Norn, uh, Norn shrine. And I just love it, you know, obviously be safe, but at the same time, like go out and explore. That's why we're here to just be your true self. So do your thing. Oh, it'll be fun. I'll, I'll bring the trusty ax. Oh, there's going to be so many axes there. It's oh, yeah. I just got this one the other day. Oh, yes. Nice, nice. I need to sharpen mine because it's dull as shit. Well, I can't say that word. It's dull as crap. Dull as crap. <laughs> I, need, I need a good uh, bleep sound. Like, beep. <laughs> no, 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 no. We don't use bleep. We just use you saying woo. Woo. I it's dull as to be woo. sharpened. I paid extra for it to be sharpened, and literally, I think it was like the first time that I showed y'all on the video. I took it to my face. It was just like hitting oh, it across, you know, trying to cut my yeah. face. And it was like, and it wouldn't do. Yeah, you showed me for sure. Where me and you got yeah. that FaceTime call. It's like, look, this is supposed to be a sharpened axe. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's usually what we do before we record podcasts. I'm either on the phone with Ian or Caleb. <laughs> Sometimes Jacob, but very rarely Jacob. I mean, no, I you like know what it would have sucked on. is if I'd have done that and then like next thing you know, it's like, I'm missing an eye. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, hey, hey, no, that, that wouldn't have sucked. It would have been perfect. You're an Odin follower. You're an Odin guy. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. No, I'm determined oh. that at some point in my life, I will lose an eye. And like, I, I've already accepted that. Like, I'm going to go to the hospital and they're like, sir, we're going to have to cut out your eye. I'll be like, all right. It's like, whatever. I'm kind of prepared. Take it. <laughs> <laughs> Just take it. And they're like, do you realize what lean up from the gurney. It's like, finally. <laughs> I just I just picture Jacob go, wait, 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 wait. When you take it out, put it in a jar. I need it. Yeah, I'm gonna, I need to take it to a well real quick. <laughs> you have no, a well I, nearby? Talking, like, how are you talking about, like, Aaron disappearing out into, into the, the trees and everything for the midsummer thing? I definitely see myself doing that with this gathering because I'm looking at the map and everything that you've sent us and stuff, like the satellite view and seeing the amount of trees, I've already picked out like spots that I want to try to like go to to either make an offering or just like disappear to and just see what I find or, you know, or see what like comes to me in that situation. And that's one thing that, you know, and I'm going to make a, a YouTube video. In fact, it's probably already released when people are watching this um but on like the story of the gatherings like what has happened how we found these things and like while part of me is still looking for the hall like there is a part like i am legitimately looking for hall land on a daily basis um but at the same time like having these gatherings in new locations every you know every gathering is kind of awesome because it gives you a new mm. opportunity to explore new land um because even the midsummer one like it was great it was perfect for midsummer but I don't think it would have been perfect for fall. And so, but this place looks perfect for fall because it's surrounded by trees and it looks right. like, like outside there are trees starting to turn yellow. And so a week from now, I'm thinking we might have some really good colors. 
So I'm, I'm really excited. And it seems like, and I know Yule, like Yule's going to be something special. Like, I feel like we're going to find a real cool spot for Yule and I'm excited. Oh, I hope so. Dude, the, the three nights, Mother's Night and then, uh, what is it, the Suna Day and then Odin's Night? Yes. That's uh, going to be... Yeah, uh, the Seer Bloats, uh, Odin's Bloats, yeah, Mother's Night, and then, uh, and then Suna Day. I'm excited for Suna Day. I'm real pumped mm-hmm. for that. Oh, um, be up fighting all night, tattoos. Uh, <laughs> uh, going off, I've heard in the Discord about the maps that Jacob has put up the satellite images, and I've been consciously avoiding them. So when I get there, it's all just like experience. I don't want to know what anything looks like well, or the layout of anything. Same. I just want to show up and explore. Let me play, paint you a brain picture. No. I'm pretty much at the same thing, Andrew. Like Ian's Ian's gonna be my guide for like driving and stuff. So I'm just like, ah, I'm doing like I basically do every day in my life. I'm gonna experience it as it comes to me. And then I'll go from there. Yeah, I really want to say pure mind. Really looked at those pictures of uh well i mean like i saw like the big satellite thing where we saw like tried to figure out where the house was and the driveway going up to it yeah the, where we're going for the fall um but other than that i've not really looked at anything um but every time I, I get to thinking about how i need to prepare for this uh that odin's blood i keep like seeing myself standing either on top of or in front of this giant rock so i have to go find this giant rock when we get there <laughs> all right so do, you ever, do you ever have that kind of thing happen jacob all the time like how you have to prepare in your head Welcome to my life every single day. Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> every, every day, Odin gives him an image in his head, and he must well, Where is this? <laughs> Kentucky and I need to it. find this giant stone. <laughs> no, and, I mean, that's the thing, like, I, that, again, I really love about this path is just following those natural signs. Uh, I mean, you just know when a spot's right. Like, you're walking through the woods, and you turn to your right, and you're like, that's the spot. Like, you don't know why. It's just in your soul. You're like, that's the spot. That's where it's meant mm-hmm. to happen. Um, cause I know like the property has like a fire pit and we might end up using that, but at the same time, I'm open to just walking around and be like, no, this is the ritual spot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have learned, like, I tried to over plan the midsummer ritual a lot. Um, like I put a lot of planning practice and stuff like that into it. Um, but like when you're actually there, it changes completely. Um, and I think this goes with general ritual work in, in general is like, you can have these great plans. You can you know, practice as much as you want, but it all changes when you actually perform a ritual, even in your own home or even at a gathering. Like you're going to follow the natural flow of the things going on. So Texas, do we want to talk about your guys' gathering coming on? Because we got three, sure. we got uh, three uh, Texas people on here, right? Um, <laughs> it's 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 going to be interesting to say the least. Uh, it's not even that far from where I live. I think it's like maybe a three hour drive. It's an area that I know pretty well from working, Bring but. Yeah, it's it's uh it's gonna be very interesting because I'm gonna get to meet a lot of the Texas people for the first time. I mean, obviously, uh, if Andrew's able to come and then Ian, who is coming, you know, it'll be like old friends by then. But some of the others that we've just been talking with in the Discord for months, it's just gonna be surreal to finally get to gather with them and praise the gods. That, you know, we all worship. Uh, do we have a date planned for this? We do, uh, we are looking. Well, we have a we do have one. It's towards the end of of October, so it's pretty much like a month out from when the fall gathering is. We can give you a uh, the solid dates on it. You know, um, later on. But yeah, I'm I'm excited for because the spot that we have picked out for it is um 
on a uh, 250 acre ranch. And yeah, so it's it's gonna be, and the, where the actual house itself is, is gonna be pretty much in the middle of it. I kind of looked at a few of the satellite pictures and then um, just looking at the photos and reading the description of it on their website, from what I've read and seen, it is pretty isolated as far as uh, from the owners and just everywhere else. You know, it's, I mean, 250 acres is a big space to like have all of ourselves. And I know that's a big thing with a lot of people for like their first time going to a gathering is that privacy so that they can uh-huh. feel comfortable with, uh, you know, doing rituals or just doing general practices and being like being able to be themselves you know and that's one of the things i'm most excited for is that it's we are going to have that extreme level of privacy and not potentially be bothered by you know anybody on the outside being like oh what's this what's all this noise like what are these drums what are these people hooting and hollering and right yelling crazy names and stuff to the sky and you know that uninterrupted like purity of it all is what mm-hmm. i'm most excited for especially with the texas just- chat so do y'all know uh, which one Evans is going to do a ritual up there for that? Or had y'all thought well, that, we, thought on We're that planning yet? on, well, tonight we're supposed to have a Texas chat about it uh, in the Discord. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go more into planning there. We just kind of have a rough idea for now and uh, getting things ready. And there will be Texas barbecue, by the way. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. No, wait, what, what? When's this gathering <laughs> again? <laughs> <laughs> Just, yeah, just no, throwing that out there. Yeah. Yeah. Me and Hugo Fett in the Discord, we, we DM'd each other. He was like, hey, uh, when we do plan this, I see they have a grill. Find out if it's charcoal or, or <laughs> gas. And then me and him just got into talking about barbecue. So, Oh, almost <laughs> every time Texas has a group chat and we open it up to everyone, there is a battle between who has the best barbecue. <laughs> every time. Yeah, I am. I am excited to kind of figure out what, what kind of, if, you know, if we wanted to do any specific, uh, particular big offerings or any particular rituals. Um, a little dwarf thing going on. Yeah, I'll say Jacob's over here twisting <laughs> his beard into forks right now. It's getting mm-hmm. it's getting really long. I'm really loving. Dude, what's you need going. to you need to straight up just braid that thing down. That's why yeah, I'm thinking of yeah. for the gathering. Yeah, you can do it. Would. Yeah. Yeah, you could. I wish everybody else could see this right now. <laughs> yeah, dude. But no, no, it is gorgeous. No joke. The 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 double twist like that with your mask. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Yes. Because you've got the two sides like that coming down. <laughs> and <laughs> that'll look wicked. Oh. But um, as far as like the Texas one goes, we're we're definitely going to do most of the planning tonight. We, we the first thing we're trying to figure out is how many people can come and will come, and we're going from there. So one thing I do want to add to our listeners, if you've made it this far and you haven't given up on us as we just ramble about my <laughs> twisting of beards, um, a lot of people have been asking me how to put on gatherings. And this has been a debate of whether I'm going to do a full-fledged video or not, or if um, I'm just not sure because I almost don't encourage people to do it, like to make it sound like it's easy because it's not easy. Um, and especially as you guys dive into it now, um, it's a very hard process and it's something you definitely shouldn't try to do alone. Um, and there's a lot of variables. I mean, obviously in our discord community, we have what 23 admins now or something like that. And all admins are helping each other, you know, plan these gatherings. Um, and of course, all the, most of the admins are coming to the fall gathering. And that's really what we're doing is allowing people time to practice, to learn, 
um, so that they can go back into their own communities and have these rituals. Um, you know, as something that, you know, as the wisdom, you know, the wisdom of Odin as it, in a whole, I've decided not to pursue, um, you know, formalization as far as the religion, just because I do feel like it removes too much from the faith itself. Um, so this, this entire like thing we're doing is just kind of its own, it's, it's like, it's so hard to even put a label on really. It's just, Hey, we know there's 20 people in Texas that want to get together and worship the old gods. How can we facilitate that better? Because, Hey, I've done it three times now. So I have, you know, some experience under my belt. So I'm, I'm trying to help people as much as I can. Um, but at the same time, there's just, it, it's so much. Um, and it requires a very careful hand, a very careful planning because, you know, there's a lot of room for errors. There's a lot of things that could go wrong. Um, when you get that many people together. I mean, we're having a fire ritual next weekend during a dry seat, a dry spell in Kentucky. You know, there is a massive fire in California right now caused by people. Um, and it's like, we have to take that into consideration, you know, on this fire ritual, how much fire preparation do we have? Do we have fire extinguishers, places to put the torches after we're done with them? Um, how do we make sure this is safe? Do we have like, oh, are we going to give time to have a safety meeting? Um, how much food do you have? If you're in a place with a lot of snakes, are, are you prepared to deal with a snake bite? Um, you know, there's so much of this practical stuff that you don't want to think about when planning something spiritual that you really have to consider before diving into, hey, I'm going to plan a gathering of 20 or 30 people. Um, 20 or 30 people is terrifying, especially if you don't know most of them. Um, even going into this one where I know almost everyone at this gathering, um, you know, I'm still terrified. It's still a lot of people. A lot of things can happen. Um, so definitely just a word of caution, you know, maybe I, I might do a video if I feel it's time to do it. Uh, but for the most part, you know, these gatherings are complicated. I think it's something that we all want. Um, and if you want to be a part of it, you know, joining the wisdom mode and the discord is a great way to do it. You know, I've always told people that, you know, it's not going to be closed off to non-patrons, but it's definitely where all the planning's happening. Um, and uh, we're definitely willing to help you. Like if you want to put gatherings in your area, it's the place to go because we're all learning this together and we're all going to make mistakes. Uh, but we're, we're all going to grow from it. So that's my, that's my monologue today. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good monologue. No, yeah, that is a good point. Because yeah, like having, being one of the, like the admins that is planning a regional gathering and everything kind of like on our own, it's, it is definitely a lot of, of effort and uh, yeah, if there's a lot to go into planning it and trying to figure out who's going to be there, what things we want to do, obviously like, food drinks all that kind of stuff you know that to me that part of it is a little bit easier it's more of the the more like um woo side of things yeah the spiritual side of everything that i'm yeah definitely that's your that's your military background coming into like you know exactly yeah i've planned all the protocols and stuff yeah exactly so like that to me the 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 physical planning and all that stuff is relatively easy for me because i've you know i've done things like that in the past many times but yeah, for me, it's definitely the, the more spiritual aspect of it. That's like, okay, what what stuff do people want to do? What offerings to what gods they want to do? If we want to be do a big one, um, you know, things like that. And then, you know, as, as for the biggest thing for me is that everybody is is comfortable with doing, you know, uh, they're just comfortable being there for one, you know, right. Yeah. Well, well like we can uh, have the, we can actually we can have this conversation off the podcast probably. Uh, I don't want yeah, I don't want this yeah. to run on forever. You know, we're already getting a pretty good amount of time. So yeah. let's go ahead and start closing out unless we have anything else we want to add as like far as our excitement ex- expectations. Um, actually, you know, one thing I want to do, you know, sure, Ian, let's go and Andrew, let's go down the line. Sure, let's start with you. What are your expectations for what to happen this coming weekend or this weekend that people are listening to this episode? I'm definitely. I said shirt first. Wait your turn. 
gosh, Ian. Your mustache has uh, made you arrogant. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's just him being a hell follower. Uh, his dream, actually. But now, for me, I think something is going to unlock itself within me and, like, I'm, I'm going to experience stuff that I haven't ex- ever experienced before because I am still kind of new to this path and still on my journey. And I get to meet all these other people who believe in these same gods who can, I can learn from and take uh, bits of wisdom and nuggets from. And I'm just looking forward to that and the community we're building. Ian, what you got? Um, so yeah, mine's kind of a relatively similar thing. Like, like I was saying, like I, I feel that, that not quite the separation but the space given by the gods to me right now like yes obviously they they kind of give me that little tap on the shoulder you know of hey we're still here and we're watching but there's been some things that have happened to me through a couple of different dreams and visions that um i've discussed with people and you know their interpretations of it for the most part are relatively similar as as the general concept of that i'm going to tap into something that I will be I won't be ready for until after this gathering kind of a situation or it's like I'll learn I'll learn something at the gathering that's going to help me go more down that path so that's my biggest thing is trying to get some of those answers to some of the questions that I've that have been presented to me I what I'm expecting is a course to finally be able to express this religion amongst others who share the same views as me and to learn further into the nuanced sides of it with being so young and being so early into this, you're always going to still be learning. I'd rather learn from the community than a couple books that I have. That's the best way I find learning. So my biggest expectation is to just learn everything I can from as many people as I can. Uh, that's awesome. Um, Baker, what are you feeling? You know, third gathering in a row, like, are we even allowed to have cool experiences? Are we allowed to have expectations? Are we just jaded at this point? Like, how, how are you feeling going into your third gathering? Um, I'm not, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm still trying to focus real heavy on the, uh, on the Odin bloat. And I know it's not going to be like the main ritual, but it's, I don't know. I feel like it's the next big step for me. Um, and I feel like it's going to be, it's going to unlock a lot of, uh, a lot of primal stuff. I don't think just to me, I think whenever I do that ritual, it's going to help everybody else tap into something ancient inside of them. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Now, I think, you know, in closing for me, I think the thing that I'm excited for is to see, this is really going to be the gathering to launch a thousand ships in a way. Um, And that's kind of how we're building the ritual. I mean, a lot of us won't see each other in a gathering for a long time after this. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, even myself, I don't know where my future is going to take me. You know, I, I'm pretty sure you will all be in Kentucky, but I don't know if that's going to be true after that. Um, you know, Ian shared you guys are turning around to do your own gathering. Um, you know, we have the East that has already put on a gathering. They're planning theirs. We have the West Coast planning theirs. We have the Midwest doing one like two weeks later. And then, of course, many of us doing them in Yule. So it's, I mean, it's kind of crazy. Like Dylon, for instance, from the Norse path, you know, he's going to be putting on a ritual in the South. And we most likely won't see him after this one. Um, you know, he's going to be leading his own. So it's definitely like that new chapter. It's almost like the end of a season of a show. Like we're at the season finale, it feels like. And next yeah. season is not going to be the same. Um, and it's like, yeah. I, hope, I hope it's like a good next season and it doesn't end up like the final season of Scrubs. 
<laughs> it's a bunch of people that you're like, who are these people? Yeah. <laughs> um, so it, it, for, for me, as you know, from being here since day one, from you know, helping facilitate these things, it's bittersweet because I'm so excited to see everyone go off on their own, but I'm also sad because I know that these people I've built these relationships with are, I'm not going to see them for a while, but they're, I know they're going to do great things. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's kind of a sad way to end this. But <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't say it's more like a new season. I'd say what has happened so far is like an intro into a story. And now the book is finally starting to turn a page where the main story begins, where all the yeah. folk are getting to make their own story. That's the way I'm seeing it. Yeah, this is the pilot episode. Are you exactly. tell me we're just now getting through the pilot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am tired. At least no, a two-part it, pilot, right? Two parts. Yeah, yeah, two parts. <laughs> let's, let's break this up like Game of Thrones. We're like the Starks going across on their own journey. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Dragons that are coming. Also like season Dragons two. Yeah. Are coming. <laughs> right, right. Hopefully no one loses their head. Well, um, if anybody would be you, you're Ned, so. Ah, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> you're like the father of all this, there so is, you're there Ned. There is no good character to attach yourself to Game of Thrones. Either their character gets ruined by the final season, or they die. There's no yeah. good sign. Tyrion, I mean, but. His is iffy. <laughs> All right. Well, without diving into Game of Thrones season eight, <laughs> let's go ahead and end the folk podcast before we get derailed and start talking about Game of Thrones and Star Wars and how much <laughs> everything. Oh, and Vikings. We can talk about Vikings and other ruin everything. But folk until the gathering, until the folk gathering, until the hall. Go! 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 go.